Do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us? All you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us. So connected to the world of Nintendo, even Link knows where to find us. Infendo Radio is on now. Radio, the show with the really loud music that's going to get quieter as I talk. Uh, my name is Lucas, uh, your now and forever host since the pandemic swapped places with me and Eugene. We're both totally fine. It just literally swapped our positions in the universe. I am, however, joined by Eugene, um, who is wearing a lovely red hoodie today. Eugene, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um... It, is it Friday yet? Like, holy crap. For some it of you, it is, yeah. apparently. It uh, is. Don't even want to talk about it. Just go on to somebody else. Infendo.com. Just go there. So Somebody else go. I'm mad. <laughs> Justin, what dot coms can we find you at? And also, how you doing tonight? I, I am doing better now that I am one day closer to a weekend, but... Um, I will be spending my weekend working on my website, which you can find on thedisneyparkbench.com. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Utilidork and find me tweeting about Nintendo and it seems just about everything else lately at Infendo Justin. I should borrow from your example. I have a YouTube video I've been meaning to make for about two weeks, and I haven't done it. Steve, happy weekend, my fellow weekender. How are you doing tonight? I am happy. It is Friday, and that is all that matters. Monster Hunter probably comes out at midnight. I'm going to call out GameStop because they're jerks, and they won't answer their phone to tell me if they're doing a midnight to pick up my Amiibo. And you can see everything I'm up to at Discord at link, uh, let's see, linktr.ee forward slash Gentus. Steve, do not tell me that you're getting the game digitally and you're driving your butt to GameStop to go get your Amiibo at midnight. Okay, I won't, but that's not happening. <laughs> you, know him, you know him better than that. He's got yeah, how many... Game. Digitally, how? so he can transfer it from one version to the other easier because all the uh-huh. data will transfer over. You know this. You know how this goes. Come on, wait, how wait, many wait, years wait, have wait. we been together? Wait, are you getting two copies of the game? Oh, God, no. Oh, thank God. Oh, no, I, ha- I no, have the be, Amiibo. No, but be I will ridiculous. be getting... He'd only do that for a game like Pokemon that he swore he wasn't going to buy when it originally <laughs> came out. So, speaking of ridiculous, I am getting two copies of the Amiibo because I do have to get the Amiibo cards, but I want the figures. Oh, well, we have some news to talk about tonight that will surely redeem us in your eyes, judging listener. Um, and actually, like, the, the news, my I, didn't know, I didn't know about it until moments before the show started. Eugene broke the news to me, and I'm What he should have excited. done is waited till the show so we could get your reaction live yeah, on Well, air. now you get to have my board, you know, after the <laughs> Eugene, tell them about the news, because I want to hear about it again. Yeah, so um, it's, I mean, not really much at this point except for like an announcement of announcement, but um, Niantic announced their partnership with Nintendo again, but this time for Pikmin. So I am super excited about this. They don't even have a video about what it's going to look like or anything like that, but I'm just imagining in my uh, in my mind's eye of how I'm going to be, you know, 
controlling my Pikmin in real life. Like, I don't know how it's gonna work, but I'm super excited for, like, Pikmin Go or whatever it's called. Man, Pikmin came out when I was a tender 10-year-old child, and it has been one of my favorite franchises ever since. Um, I remember getting my first bad ending in Pikmin 1 before I went over to Adam Agrisot's birthday party. I was so sad yeah, you... when I got the bad ending. And then you met me at Adam's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how we're so such so Exactly. But yeah, no, like, I love this game, you know? So, like, I'm really excited to see. And Niantic seems to make a decent mobile game, you know, mm -hmm. based off of prior experience. So really hoping this one is a slam dunk. Yeah, for, for though, I guess if you don't know who Niantic is somehow, like, pick, uh, Pokemon Go, like, that's what they do. So, like, uh, think of that in... Oh, uh, they also had a uh, game... In Interests or Ingress. In Ingress. Ingress. That was And close. they have the yeah, Harry Potter so... game that's out right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Harry Potter game. Yeah, but Ingress is the one that kind of put them on the map. So, yeah. There is. Um, there is. No pun intended. <laughs> There's literally like no information for this thing though. Right. Um, you can you can sign up to pre-register over at yeah, um, Niantic, NianticLabs.com. So that's a thing. Um, I did too because you told me about it. Um, <laughs> literally, like, literally, like all we've heard is something about like you know, oh, we're so excited to bring Pikmin into the real world in new and different ways, and da 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 da. -da. So I'm hype. I'm excited. I'm looking forward me too. to it. Me too. That's really all the news, unless you guys wanted to talk about the Monster Hunter, um, you know, stuff that's going to be happening. We, Luke, or Steve's already talking about Amiibos. Do you want to just talk about what the Amiibos do, Steve? Yeah, um, I don't know too much. I know that if you pre-order the game digitally, you get some extra armor, um, like, what do they call it? They call it layered armor or something like that. I don't know what that means yet. <laughs> um, but the amiibo get you different layered armor pieces that are themed after the, uh, what are they called, Lucas? The monster of the game. They have a name. Magnamala. Monster. Well, that that's what he's called. But what is he called? Like the title monster. Oh, flagship. Or... Flagship. Okay. Monster. So yeah. So they're um, armor based on the flagship monster, Magnamala. So the Palico one gets it for your cat. The Palamute. Palamute. But Palamute? The Palamute amiibo gets it for your Palamute, and then the Magnamala one gets it for your Hunter. Just ask. I've put 15 hours into this demo. I know all the link. <laughs> Thank you. I I'll get there. I am so ready for this game, guys. I'm so, so I ready. I did the couple of missions with you on the demo, and that's it, because mm -hmm. I just want to go in fresh. That I, I think that's how don't. I would want it. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I, do you, do you know how hard it's going to be doing my first few missions without you? Because oh, I know. Because unless we're going to hook up tonight and Does play your the content game transfer? And... What content? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, but he means, he means because of my current uh, like living situation, gaming yeah, at night wait. is very difficult, which is ah. why we've got tomorrow scheduled out as like yeah. our premier Monster Hunter Yeah, experience. the only thing I have going on tomorrow is lunch at one with my <laughs> wife, so beyond that, I'm free. <laughs> Darn right. Well, guess what? Lucas has a, a two-hour time buffer on you to ca catch up because he's on Eastern Time Zone. Well, so no, it comes out good. at the same time. So midnight his time, 10 o'clock my time is when it comes out. So we get it at the exact same time. Fair enough. Well, anyway, needless to say, we're excited, and we're going to have a lot to talk about next Love week. It. But we don't have that much to talk about this week because the game comes out tonight at midnight. 
So. I think we should do a first impression show and put it on the Infendo feed. I also kind of like we, we used to do with Pokemon. Show. Maybe and Monday. I think, I think we will. Well, we, we can plan this when we're not doing a show. But yeah, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds <laughs> good. Give them maybe, something to listen to. Plan plan our exclusive show where we don't invite our other two co-hosts when we're off the air. But you know, it's all good. <laughs> um, let's talk about the games we've been playing. Normally we take a little break, but this was a really short news segment, so let's just dive right into the games we've been playing, guys. Who wants to talk about that? Come on. Can I go first, Ooh. since I have nothing to talk about? Oh, that sounds promising. Um, keep your, keep <laughs> Right? So, I have been so busy at work, I've not had time to even look at my Switch. It's been in my bag since we recorded last week, and that was that. Um, I did download Monster Hunter. I have still been doing the Digimon thing, and I'm proud to say that either later tonight or tomorrow morning, I will be getting the hardest evolution possible on the device. Okay. So I forced my care mistakes, I forced the 100 battles, and I don't think I've gotten any additional care mistakes. So they should evolve either during the show like they did last time, or by tomorrow morning, and then I can start another line just in time for tomorrow's release. Nice. So that is the extent of everything I have done game-wise. That is it. Well, I mean, you're you're sa- it's almost like when you save yourself before a real big mm-hmm. steak dinner, you know? You're saving yeah. yourself before a real big uh Well, and that's just it. Steak. I I, I thought bought, what you thought, Justin. <laughs> I bought I bought Bravely second. Um nope, Bravely whatever the new one is. I bought it. Bravely don't know what default. it's called, Isn't but it's Bravely there. Bravely Default 2? Yes, I think so. Yeah, but... I think so. I bought another game, and I don't remember what that was, but I don't want to start them because I know that when that when Monster Hunter comes out, that's it. I mm-hmm. won't play anything else, and I'll have literally, to start them over again anyway. Literally, we're leaving our families, we're, we're moving <laughs> to the Arctic, and we're just playing Monster Hunter for the next six months. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Well, fair enough. Well, Eugene... You want to tell us what you've been up to? Yeah, I guess I'll go next because I also haven't been playing a whole lot, but not for the reasons that um, Steve has. (laughs) Um, I have been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, and I just want to talk about that just a smidgen. Mostly because, Steve, um, thank you for making me waste a crap ton of money because you got a um, shiny one of those things and I didn't and I had oh, to have one. Welcome. You had to get one. Uh-huh. So I just kept buying raid passes and kept buying raid passes and kept buying raid passes and I finally got my shiny. And um, How yeah. much money did it cost you to get your shiny? Um, so after Pokemon Go, This is a dangerous I... game. Uh, <laughs> after after playing Pokemon Go, I went out and spent more money. Um, it, it cost me about fifteen dollars, Steve. Let's let's just uh, let's just leave that's it. That's not bad. Um, that's not too bad. There's worse things. I, I you spent had mo- fun though. That's what matters. I, I spent money, guys. I spent money, guys. And it wasn't a video game, but I spent money, guys. Um, I bought a new 3D printer. Um, it is massive. It is like, it is huge. It you is... bought it because you want to print a helmet, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't not want to print a helmet. Um, I, I I got an Ender 5 Plus, and it is, it's just huge. It's uh, over two feet in print surface. So, like, think of that. Holy like I can. Crap. Th- I can th- print something like two feet, uh, two cubic feet in size, and yeah, I'm probably gonna make a Mandalorian helmet, Steve. Like that's that's <laughs> on my to-do list. 
So um, I saw I saw a really cool one that someone did. You know the Lego knight helmet with like the flip-up visor? Uh-huh. I saw someone that 3D printed one of those that was wearable, but they oh, had yeah, to sure. do it in pieces and put it together. Yeah, it's it, so this 3D printer, unlike my um, Snapmaker that I previously owned, is it's a little bit of a tinkerer. Um, I was talking to Lucas um, about this pre-show. It's it's a whole lot to get. It's a 3D print to 3D print. Like it, it, you can't just like plug it in and you know say, all right, Mandalorian helmet print. Like it, no, you, there is a there is an art form to it mm-hmm. like both both from the both from the mm-hmm. modeling side and from the printing side like it takes a little work yeah totally yeah so um i actually haven't had a successful print on this machine yet i'm still so <sighs> I, I don't know if you guys care to hear about how it works but i'm going to talk about it yes. because you have to <laughs> like level out the machine so like think about um the 3d print right it literally has to be perfectly level the the printing surface otherwise it's going to tell it to print and it's going to be like a millimeter off and it's going to be printing in the air and it's just going to like print <laughs> spaghetti, you know? So, um, yeah, it's it's a lot just to level it. And this thing, this monster that's sitting over next to me is a huge surface. So, like, it's hard to level it, you know? Um, so I'm still ironing out the kinks on that. I think I finally got it nice and leveled. But then you got to mess with the actual printing because then you have to um, adjust like the print flow. Like, oh, it's like, okay, uh, it's printing too much. So I'm going to print like at 95% flow. And then, okay, the temperature is not right. So I'm going to increase it by five degrees Celsius. It, it's it's a whole problem. thing. Yeah, it's Holy a, it's a whole thing. I didn't uh, realize it was I'm this I'm kind of glad I don't have a 3D printer now because <laughs> it, it took, it ain't took nobody me, got time for that. It took me like a year's worth of like, Trying a print, failing, and then forgetting mm-hmm. about it for three months. Trying a print, failing, and then forgetting about it for three months before I finally got like my settings locked in where now yeah. it's just print right. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's not the printer's enough. fault. I guess it kind of is. Like, why don't they come working out of the box? But, <laughs> um, you know, that's just the way that th- this goes, this hobby goes. Now, I will say, if I would have gone with a different 3D printer, I hear that it is more out of the box. So, Justin, Steve, don't be deterred. If you're into it, I would go with like a Prusa, I think is how you pronounce it. They're they're like one of the best ones that you can get. They're they are more expensive. I was gonna say you're gonna you're gonna pay for the ease of use. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I figured since this isn't my first 3D printer, I you know, I, I can I, I, I can live with uh, with having to tinker with it. Plus, this is thing. The print surface on this is you know almost twice double the size of what you can get from anywhere else. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I but... need the easy bake up. I need the easy bake oven version. You pull it out. You sit it on the table. You that... plug it in, and you're done. That would be the Prusa. <laughs> Get one of those, and I would okay. I would recommend that to somebody honestly who is like a first timer who is like a who doesn't want to fiddle, who doesn't have time for that type of stuff. Like you know, Justin, that sounds like what you would maybe want if like you were ever to get into the hobby. But I will also say that three D printing is not for the faint of heart because it's, it's tough. You still have to do the tinkering. Like there's still stuff you have to do mm-hmm. in that regard. But that's my change of system, so uh, no Vigi games, but some, uh, I guess, uh, analog g- games. Or Still a cool discussion, now. Yeah. Well, um, I actually played something new in the past week. Well, actually, it was exactly a week ago. And not 
played a lot of, but I did download and play the demo for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Ooh. Oh, I've and been wondering about I that. I think it... Uh, play the demo. Um, that'll give you a good taste of, of, I think, what... Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, there might be a demo for other systems. I would more than likely get it on Switch, because Switch is the system I play almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. um, I got a good feel for what the game is like. Um, and I think it's convinced me to spend the 30 bucks on it before, you know, the, before the sale game. ends. Every game um, needs a demo, I'm telling you. It works. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, usually I'll download a demo and forget that I downloaded it. Or I'll download it, play it once, and, you know, never end up getting the game. But this one, I think, has convinced me. I was already kind of considering getting it anyway. But, sure. um, yeah, I think this will probably be something I'll uh, be putting some time into this weekend. Um... As far as other games that I've played, nothing else truly exciting. For some reason, I was inspired to boot up A Hat in Time again for the first time in months um, and played a little bit of that last night. Um, I'm really missing out by not playing this game more because it is, from my experience with it, a really good 3D platformer. In That's how the I vein. feel about Bug Fables. Yeah, like, it, like it's definitely like in, in the vein of, you know... Banjo-Kazooie and, and, you know, all of those ex mm -hmm. exploration-based MacGuffin-gathering uh, uh, 3D platformers. It's one of, the, one of the better ones. But, yeah, really, besides that, it's been Animal Crossing, booting up Mortal Kombat 11 and seeing what skins I want to buy today. And uh, When does that movie little... come out? Uh, oh, comes in out April. in about three weeks, and I have my HBO Max all ready to go. I'm going to be marathoning yeah. some uh, some Zack Snyder this weekend, and I can't wait for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. See, I would watch the Snyder Cut, but Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, you can yeah, I mean, watch, you, you uh, can watch game that movie. Or movie. No, a movie no, no, both, no both, Monster, both Monster Hunter and that movie will literally take one adult lifespan to get through, uh -huh. so you gotta make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my the, choice was made months ago. The um, Actually, that's true for me and Heather's watching of Batman vs. Superman. We still have not watched, finished that movie. It is so bad. Well, you know, we, you know the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is literally four hours long, right? Oh no! Literally, I'm not oh, making no, no, a joke. No, no. It's literally yeah, it's four actually hours. four hours. I did so. see the hey, um, the memes of it being in like four three perspective because it's Zack yes, Snyder's yeah. vision or something like that. It's like get the heck. Yeah, out. Dude, well, he I saw... he, the 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 idea was that he wanted to shoot it all in IMAX, which is basically a square shape, and the studio wouldn't let him. So like, well. I'll just shoot it on a square film anyway, and they can put it in IMAX or not. <laughs> right. I saw a Twitter conversation between him and a bunch of, like, angry nerds about whether or not Batman what? should kill people. Angry nerds? And he just, <laughs> he just comes off to me as such a pretentious, like, you know, sure. Pika. Yeah. Like, like he, he had this whole thing like, well, of course Batman's going to have to murder people. Grow the F up. I'm like, come on, dude. Like... Wow. Yeah, like, I think "grow the f up" pretty much sums up 
my feelings about anybody who gets super angry about any media property at this point. Like, Star Wars, superheroes, anything. It's like, if, yeah. if you don't like it, don't watch slash play slash, you know, whatever it. And let the people who enjoy it enjoy it but there is a there is a point you cross when you start thinking that and then start tweeting people at about that on the internet that that's the line that (laughs) i will not cross agreed (laughs) anyway i I may have crossed that line a time oh we know steve (laughs) you've been you've been blocked by people on twitter companies have blocked you steve (laughs) yeah i've been trying to get myself unblocked from the one yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think a company has ever blocked me. In fact, I don't think very oh. many people. I've blocked. I've blocked, people. I've blocked companies. If you advertise I, on my Twitter feed, I block you. I, <laughs> I blocked, I I blocked Nintendo. That. I have once. done that. Um, I am anyway. genuinely proud of that one block that I have. That's like one of my crowning achievements. So, um, not to get us too far back on topic, but I played some <laughs> games this week that I would like to talk about. Um, one of them is Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield to be specific. I've been battling online in ranked battles. I actually have not played, like, any of Pokemon in the past week, maybe two. Like, I just totally fell right off that. You should, it's a good game. I've been playing it, um, and I've been battling random Japanese children late at night at, like, 3 a.m. because they're the only ones that are up to battle with. Know how I know that they're children? Know how I know they're children? Because you can how? look at their teams afterwards, and I can see how, like, dysfunctional their teams are after I've beaten them in battles. And then I see that they got their starter Pokemon on Christmas, and I'm like, <laughs> that's definitely a child. Somebody's parent <laughs> definitely got him this game. He started it on Christmas 2020, and now he's battling online. And I'm being a jerk by battling him as hard as possible. <laughs> how so, like, do you... How do you see that they got their starter on Christmas? <laughs> so after you do a battle online, ranked or casual, um, that's if some... both players have a... I was just going to yeah. say that's some Detective Pikachu Pika. Yeah, I want to... I want to. So, yeah. so, so if both players, or if either player really, has agreed to um, share their battle data or their team data, then after the battle, you can actually look at your opponent's team to see how they built their Pokemon out. I love doing that because it's an opportunity to see, oh, this guy did this with his Charizard. I did that, that kind of stuff. I, I'm enjoying Pokemon battling again, guys. Like, I think I've I've finally reached that level of adulthood where I don't like get panicky every time I do a battle. Um, unfortunately, the ranked season ends um, on the 31st of this month, and then the next season starts. So my plan is to wait until next month and then start ranked battles like in earnest because I want that ribbon that you unlock for your Pokemon by winning a Master Ball level battle, which is like okay, the highest so... tier in ranked battle. Be careful with that, because if I remember right, once you have that team loaded into ranked, mm-hmm. they're locked. You can't um, move them, you can't change them, you can't do anything with them. Yes and no. You can register a team, and I did that actually, and um, I think I tweeted out on our Hyper Voice thing, if you want to yes. like download my team and check that out, you can do that. But um, I'm still actually able to manipulate my team and, and play around with it and everything. So okay. that apparently has either I been I wonder if they changed or... that. Yeah. Um, Now, one thing that is kind of cool about that, and that I didn't realize, is before you can bring a Pokemon from a prior game into a ranked battle online, you have to have them wiped so that they're, like, cleared for this generation. So, like, if my Ivasaur knew any techniques, like, bind from the old games, I would have to have him forget the ability to ever remember that. 
No, there's a lot of moves that aren't in the new game. Oh, right. um, Mine suck, so, so, so I'm yeah, not like, sad I had about to, it, but... I used to use it on my Ivasaur because it was like a stall tactic that I combined with Leech Seed, but now I actually just use like Power Whip or, or Takedown is what I use now. That doesn't matter. Nobody cares. But, um, <laughs> this isn't Hyper yeah, Voice. So, so like, um, so you have to basically have your Pokemon like white so they lose all of that prior data. But I did that with my Weavile and my Ivasaur. It didn't change anything. But now I've got my team of six and we're going to tear through the ranks hopefully and actually get that ribbon that I want. Speaking um, of Hyper Voice, do we have to uh, um, tune into that if we want to hear about the gr greatest um, battle that ever took place between... Um... Yeah, so that episode comes out in like, what, two and a half weeks? Oh, uh, I thought it came out this Monday, this coming. Is Monday. it this Monday? Are we caught Am I up? Wrong. Are we gonna do this again? Where we plan our shows <laughs> on the air? It might be out Monday, and we'll if so, we'll have to talk about that. Could be the week after. It doesn't if, really matter. If Nothing so, Lucas, Lucas is a jerk and duped me, and you're gonna get to hear a very specific moment, which I will not spoil, in our Twitch stream. It was pretty fun. It was a pretty oh. fun battle. From my perspective, it was fun. You can guess who won. Okay. It actually was fun. I had a really good time. So, but you can guess. So we so we did that battle. That was fun. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing a lot of Oh, training. hey, I did play a game this week, but that was last week. And it was Pokemon. All right. Uh, back to what I've been playing. Uh, Pokemon Home, guys. I've been doing trades online because I have yeah, anything you have. I want. I want all 28 unknown, but I want them as shinies. So um, I've been going on and trading it's off duplicates of my shinies that I'm never going to use and like building a collection. So that's been a thing. Um, usually when I'm sitting around and there's nothing to do, I just pop into home and I search unknown and somebody's got a blue unknown and I'm like, oh yeah, you can have this Entei I'm never going to use and that's been how I've been doing that. So If I get a shiny, I go, ooh, shiny, and I try my hardest to get it. I have never sought out shinies in my whole Pokemon career. You don't I'm know so Pokemon, sorry, my what friend. Kind of, <laughs> what kind of Pokemon person are you? Seriously. Wow. A kind... He probably doesn't even have a black Pokemon. Charizard. How do you do the things you do? So, um, yeah, so that's Pokemon in a nutshell. Um, oh, I also got a shiny Minior, which if you've watched my YouTube channel, you know it's like my number one most wanted shiny Pokemon, so that was neat. Um, and really, that's kind of been it. I played a lot of the Monster Hunter demo because that game comes out tonight, and that is my weekend plan. Um, I've been playing with, like, all the different weapons to get a feel for them in this game because I want to know, like, what I'm getting into. And I think I'm going to start with the bow, which is unexpected. But That's going to be interesting. I've been playing with the bow a lot, and I really like the way it handles. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking. I, I think bow. I'm going to still start with dual blades, mm -hmm. and I'm still holding out hope. I know it's not going to be there, but I'm still holding out hope for the Prowler to come back. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be there. Well, I, especially I just, not at launch. I think we're you're gonna no. have to you're gonna have to learn how to be a human. When I played my measly forty solo hours of Monster Hunter, I think I was sword and board. I think that was what I did. Sword and yeah. shield, yeah, probably. Well, he probably. was sword and board. He played the sword and he got bored. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so well I mean, I'm I'm excited. I don't know I don't know what else to say about that. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. That's been yeah, like my whole Monster gaming Hunter. existence lately. So you know, not really much else to say there. Yeah, now that you finally got your shiny Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was a thing. But that was last week on the show. So everybody. By the way, that. it was a shuckle. 
I know. Because oh, yeah, we haven't a... announced it here. It was a shuckle. Yeah, it you was, guys know. It was a but, shuckle I was breeding for. But the listeners of Infendo Radio don't You're know that wrong. it was a shuckle because you guys couldn't say last 1,990 week. eggs, and I got a shuckle. 28 hours of gameplay, and I got That's a shuckle. Cool. So that was crazy. almost the year you were born. Yeah. Yeah. Good work, Steve. <laughs> Um, so that, that I think wraps up our games we've been playing. We like to ramble on the show. Um, do we have a question block question this week, guys? Or is this going to be a really We do. No, we do have a question block question. When did that come in? It's going to be a short show. Um, it came in today at 731 from... Oh, I was like, what? I looked at that. There was not Stevie Liar. Yeah, no. Over at the, uh, Infendo Discord, which you can get to from the Infendo.com community page. Um, Cult Cube asks, "Who is your favorite musician?" Oh God, oh, I can't. So even. I'll I'll start. So I've got a couple. Right. Um, oh, wait, are we what, just musician, video game musician? Like what? What? I think the... a musician it, is a musician is a it musician. It just says musician. So someone that oh, makes boy. music. I've got a few. So if we're talking like you know people on the radio, first CD I ever bought was Offspring's Smash album. Always liked Rob Zombie. Always been partial to Britney Spears, as has been said on the show. If we're talking video game musicians, um, Justin, you know the names better than I do, but the guys from Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. Uh, David Wise, Grant Kirkhope, Robert Beanland, and Evelyn Fisher. So yeah, they're my guys. And girls. Or guys? Girls? I don't know. Actually, I think it's (laughs) Evelyn Novovich now. What? Um, And then I had another... Oh! Um, Smooth McGroove. This music fits my my mood for this yeah. presentation. I've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Smooth yes. McGroove is good. He does, like, acapella stuff. Yeah, his stuff covers. is so much fun, and it sounds like he's going to be coming back now that he's uh, had his health battles and is winning them. So. Um, so pretty much all video game composers. I don't really listen to a lot of, like, what, what I would call mainstream, what other people would call, like, normal music, I guess. I don't know. Um, when I was a kid, I really liked Crush 40 and Jun Senwei because they did all the Sonic Adventure music, so that's a thing. Um, I, I think, like, one of my favorite songs of all time was Sonic's theme from Sonic Adventure 2. Might still mm. be. I haven't assessed that in a while. Um, <laughs> Grant Kirkhope, again, who did all the Banjo-Kazooie stuff. He's got a real talent for writing video game tracks, so I really like that. Um, I listen to a lot of remixers of, of video game music, uh, like J-pop, anything like that. Um, and I tend to prefer that to, like, actual, like, original stuff. So, like, Nate Wants to Battle does a lot of, like, anime intros and stuff that I really liked. There was this one guy I used to really like who did, like, metal covers in the same vein, Jonathan Young, but he turned out to be kind of, like, whiny and complainy, so I stopped really listening to him. Um, And, oh, there is um, this person that came out a few years ago, uh, Kumu Music, Q-U-M-U Music, who actually has managed to get relatively big, and they also do a lot of video game covers. That sounds so. familiar. I think I've seen I've, that on, I've vi- shared, on YouTube. Okay, yeah. I've thank shared you. Yeah. more than a more than a video with you. Um, so those are a few people that I listen to, but I don't have like a a favorite musician. I don't even have like a favorite song. Like I'll. I'll get, like, the opening theme song to, like, a TV show that I'm into, and I'll listen to that for, like, a week at a time. And then, like, <laughs> just just last week, I discovered um, 80s Japanese funk 
as a genre. So I've been listening to like that as my as my like soundtrack so, for the so day. So basically, Japanese all that funk. music that Koji Kondo was inspired by when he was it's, doing the Mario themes. Well, it actually <laughs> sounds a lot like Snake Eater. Like, um, but yeah, no, just um, like okay. I, I, my my tastes are very varied, and I go from like thing to thing really quickly. So it's very hard to commit. Sure. Well, interesting. Um, I'm gonna so go next if... because oh well, I'm, because I talked before Justin. That's why. <laughs> um, I, and I'm gonna be quick anyways. I, I this is kind of a tough one for me, especially since I didn't get a chance to ponder on it. You know. Um, mm-hmm. for... I mean, I talked for like 15 minutes. So <laughs> Steve um, said what his first album was. So I guess my first CD that I ever purchased was. Well, you said something Smash, right? It was uh, yeah off offsprings smash album well that's funny because my first cd ever was smash mouth foosh you mang and um if if we're gonna do this i just want to contribute that my first ever album and i think my only album that was was a good album by the way was the pokemon the first movie soundtrack so i had that one too i like to see i like to be a master better (laughs) (laughs) Um, go on eugene if we're talking video games, then I, I think I would have to defer to my first true, oh God, first true video game composer love that before I even knew who video game composers were, but he did all of my favorite soundtracks. It's Koji Kondo. It's got to be Koji Kondo. Like, I mean, you know, you got your punch outs, you got your Mario's, you got your Zelda's like, yeah, he's the man. Mm. All right. So... If by musician we we've kind of taken this to mean like recording artist or group at this point, um, yes, I would have to go with Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, oh, good Paul. Rockapella, Rock uh, particularly the uh, mid '80s to mid '90s lineup. They did something uh, other than Carmen Sandiego. Uh, yeah, they've they been did gummy bears. actually. Huh. They when were they on gummy bears? There's the gummy bear song. I'll send it to you. Huh. Go on. Um, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you talking about the like meme from the early 2000s that was super annoying? No, the, the acapella group. There's like an actual. Just you go. I'll, I'll send you the okay. song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's I not guarantee, acapella. Because I guarantee I you, if you search gummy bear song, you're gonna get the thing I was talking about, and nobody no. wins. No. Some some college acapella group did a cover of the gummy bears Disney afternoon theme song, and I have it, and it's not acapella. Anyway, um, yeah, they've been actively like doing music for since like the mid early to mid 80s so um but yeah the carmen san diego lineup was was my favorite um let's see weird Yankovic, rockapella um green day green day is another like kind of lifetime favorite band um i have pretty much all of their albums uh, as far as video game music, like I listen to so much music, it's just a ton of music, and a lot of music might be like I heard this song by this band and whatever. Like, um, but there aren't very many that I'm like totally devoted to. Like, I love, I, I loved Smash Mouth when they first came out. Um, I love Bare Naked Ladies, um, but you know, none of them are I'm like totally devoted to. As far as video game music, I definitely have to second um, Koji Kondo as being one of, if not my favorite, 
um, of all time video game music composer. I also have to give a shout out to, oh uh, God, I can't remember his name now. The one that did um, the music for Metroid. I can't think of it. I can't remember I his. Um, I can't remember his name right off the. You're talking about the NES Metroid. Yeah, and I think um, it's the guy who. Um, well, regardless, um, Totaku's another favorite um, video game composer. Hiro um, Kazu Tanaka. Yes, yes, also known as Hip Tanaka. Yes, he's one. Oh of, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Hip Tanaka. Uh-huh, Oddly enough. Uh-huh. I, I, Oddly enough, they're all, um, you know, like kind of 8-bit era, maybe some 16-bit era, but like I just have a great respect for the ability to take bloops and blips and turn it into recognizable music. He did um, earthbound music, <laughs> Hip Tanaka. Um, I'm pretty sure, right? Really? Yeah, I'm I, pretty that makes sure. sense to me. It's a, His music tends to be a little off-kilter, so that sounds about right for... I, okay, now I gotta go. Um, Let's see. <laughs> and then I am a huge fan of like movie scores, so stuff like Danny Elfman, John Williams, uh, Ooh, one of Danny my more Elfman. recent, one of my more recent um, composer favorites is Brian Tyler, um, definitely an underrated film composer who has a very um, diverse musical style. What's what is he known for? Oh, okay, so Brian Tyler did. The first of the CGI Ninja Turtles movies, not the okay. not the full CGI one, but you know the live action one with the CGI turtles. Right. Um, right. He did that. He did the first of those. He did the Power Rangers uh, reboot in 2017. That's why I know that name. He okay. did uh, Iron Man three, which I think is the best of the Iron Man scores. Oh. Worst of the, the movies. Best. Okay, I was gonna not, say, not, wait. Not. <laughs> 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 yeah, we were about he... to have words. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, second best of the movies, but not. Yeah, the, but Ooh. definitely the best uh, score. What else did he do? Um, I think he did one of the GI Joes. Um, I don't know, but he's very diverse style. Like he can do pretty much anything. Um, when he's in his best element, he reminds me of Danny Elfman in some ways. Okay. Circling back but, to him, yeah, I just love... yes, he did do Mother and Earthbound. Nice. Um, yeah, so I just have tons of musical tastes that go all the... I, I used to say, like, if you if you lined up my uh, music library alphabetically, um, you'd come across Eminem and Enya right next to each other. So, <laughs> you know, this that's pretty yeah. much how all over the map my musical tastes are. So, like, one of my biggest pet peeves, and it's just supposed to be, like, a friendly icebreaker, but I hate it because of that, is, like, when you're at, like, the grocery store or something, and the person who's doing the bags is like, hey, man, what you listening to? Because, like, I've got my headphones in. Because it's like, you know, do I say I'm listening to that one track from that, like, obscure (laughs) anime I watched 15 years ago where they were shopping, and it reminds me of shopping, so I listen to it when I go shopping. (laughs) I pick up so much of my music. I didn't even mention this, but... Um, I have tons of like Disney World background music yeah. loops because it it's such it's calming like just to have this this just I pick up so much of my music from TV shows and you know movies and commercials mm-hmm. and just internet videos just like I hear it I like it mm-hmm. I download it 
I love to have like literal like backing tracks for my own life, you know. So it's like I'm shopping, I listen to shopping music. I'm at like the flea market, I listen to like Hyrule Castle Market music, you know. Like like there's a there's a song for every situation in my life, and I've but, got them. But here's the question: Have you ever listened to the Wii Shop theme while you're at Walmart or something? I absolutely have done that. <laughs> I knew there was a reason we were friends. I absolutely have done that. Yes, Stephen. Um, so yeah, don't ask me what I'm listening to unless you're a nerd then i feel totally comfortable with it like that's how i made some of my friends in college i was like oh have you ever heard of phoenix Wright?" you know so like you know that's a thing um and i guess with that we're kind of yeah. done right like we've asked our questions yeah, we've it. changed our systems we've newsed our news so uh join us next time as long as we're talking about music can i just throw in that this is one of my favorite of koji kondo's keyboard solos that's that music's playing right now that seems <laughs> appropriate yes um, so thank you all for joining us tonight and for listening to us ramble on about music that we like and whatnot. We will be back next week for the show where Steve and I just talk about Monster Hunter the entire time and Eugene and Justin <laughs> sit there and look bored. Have a good night, everybody! Happy bye hunting. Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio? You'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash infendoradio. Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 who gives a crap time.